It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vets, two opinions, one based in reality and one based in what do you bet on Twitter? With music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome to the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett, and with me, as per usual, I bring to you Aaron Chuttertalk Lana. Hey, John, what's going on, man? It's been uh, it's been a weekend. I am tired. It's been kind of a weekend, I guess. It was. We are in a, a dull, not the dull drums, and not the uh, what do we call it? The uh, the void the or whatever. Abyss. The abyss. We're on the yeah. abyss. No, but we're in like a weird fall abyss, and it's and, and the thing is that what's left of baseball, it's not even fun to talk about. I mean, for us, like, I mean, right. some would argue if Milwaukee was still in the playoffs, it wouldn't be fun to talk about nationwide. But we we have stuff to talk about. But I mean, who wants to talk about Texas versus Texas? And I don't even know who's in the American League. So, well, that is that the, is the American League. The that that really shows yeah. where we are. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, don't care. So don't care. So, but hmm. here we are, and yeah, the Badgers lost big. Packers didn't play. Uh, Bucks preseason. That's fun. Uh, friend of the show, Pete's going to be very unimpressed with how little we watched of the uh, preseason game on Sunday. But right, okay. Well, let's do what we say every week. Uh, you can follow the show, of course, on X Twitter, which that sounds like formerly Twitter, but it's X Twitter, but not Twitter for your ex. Whatever it is, I don't know. Uh, you can follow the show at Scotty Johnny Pod. You can follow me at Not So Humble Host. You can also follow the show on Mastodon at Scotty Johnny Pod, and I'm at uh, Scotty Johnny. And I'm also on uh, Blue Sky at JE Barnett. Aaron, where do people find you on the social you can media find me, sites? You can find me on Twitter X, which is the opposite of what you said. It makes it sound much more positive. Yeah. Not like I've left. Not like I've left Twitter, but I've just renamed Twitter. <laughs> like Elon did. Um, you can find me at Cheddar Talk. Uh, it's a popular place to be. About as popular. I'm, I'm like a I'm like a D minus level celebrity on uh, Twitter. And then um, you can also find me. I'm I'm building the brand on uh, Apple Bottom Flottom. No, Apple Bottom. Yeah, Apple Bottom Flottom. You are that blue sky dot social. And uh, hey, uh, if you want, I am up to five invite tags now, John. Woohoo! Wow, I have I, five I invite tickets for Blue Sky. So, I mean, uh, we don't have prizes to give away and we don't have sponsors, but hey, if you want a Blue Sky invite, I got it. We know people and, uh, now. So reach out to me on Twitter and tell me you want a Blue Sky invite. Excellent. <laughs> and I will and I will help you out. All so, right. All right. Well, apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. <laughs> Perfect. All right, everybody. Well, let's uh, kick everything off with the segment of our show that we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. So with main event, I guess we start with the Badgers and football because that's what, all we had. Um, it was right. the only game. We have no Brewers anymore. Uh, the Bucks are preseason. I'm not counting preseason in this bit as, as actual games. This is the only actual game that happened was the Badgers, and it was much like we'd thought. Uh, two teams built on defense first. Uh, you know what I think? And I want to say this because I was in Madison, 
uh, talking to a lot of people about it after the game. A lot of people were upset, and the radio was very upset. Uh, and people were really mad and, and, and like, going after, you know, Fickle promised us all this stuff, and where's all our wins? You told us that we, we had the talent to win now. And you're like, guys, yeah, he said that. Here's the biggest thing with this team this year compared to Iowa is that uh, Ferenc has been there forever. And Fickle's been here for, you know, six games. And, and, and by forever, you mean precedes the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, they, they found a field one time with a man walking, and they said, what if we built an, a football program around this man? And then the University of Iowa was built. Um, right. No, he was, he was one of the ghosts that walked out of the field. That, you know, used to be one of the White Sox. Never mind. That doesn't make sense. It <laughs> doesn't make sense. Terrible. That would be great. No, that doesn't. But, I mean, I mean, this story doesn't make sense in general. But, anyhow. So, anyhow. Yeah. Yes. Continuity mattered more in this game. That was the biggest part of this game is we have Mordecai and his, I think he's actually on his third team because he transferred to SMU, played at SMU, he's playing here. He breaks his hand during the game, and I don't know how long he's out. Uh, they're, they're throwing or non, not throwing or non throwing. Throwing, he threw and hit, uh, th- hit a helmet. You can even see him on the field. He tried something else, and then you can see him just go to the sideline, moving his hand. He's like, I can't throw, and that was it. Well, and then everybody got to learn who Braden Locke was. If you don't follow this team, you know more intently. Uh, Braden Locke is uh, a quarterback on this team. He is one of. Here's the fun part. Tanner Mordecai is a senior. All right, he has transferred mm-hmm. in after a couple of different teams, played at SMU and all that. Um, but there are four other quarterbacks on this roster right now. They are all four freshmen. Uh, to be mm-hmm. clear, only one of them is a true freshman, and that would be uh, Cole LaCrue, the kid we talked about last year coming out of Colorado. Mm-hmm. That guy is a true freshman. Uh, the others, which are Miles Burkett, uh, it was, uh, was it Franklin. Yeah, he went Franklin, uh, and he was in last year. We actually saw him in the bowl game and such last year too. Um, he's a mobile guy. He's got good arm. Uh, he's got a good bloodlines in terms of football. He he's a fun guy to watch. Nick Evers, which was the most exciting of the transfers that we talked about all off season. Kind of thought he was going to be the guy to start. Uh, we've talked about him being the guy to start once Mordecai goes. Um. But what the depth chart looks like now is apparently Braden Locke, who is a transfer redshirt freshman because he didn't play a single snap last year at Mississippi State. Uh, where Cousin he, of Drew Locke. I don't know that that's true. That could be true. I'm but just, you're making it up, I know. So I don't know. Um, I'm, not, I'm not looking at it. I'm just making it up, yeah. Yeah, he's he's out of Texas. Um, I forget the city. He's from Rockwall. Like a rock wall. Rock climbing wall? Just Rockwall, Texas. Oh. Okay. Where... This is the fun thing I guess I didn't actually know. I knew he was a top 25 quarterback uh, recruit coming out of high school. Uh, <laughs> here's the other fun thing I didn't know. Uh, he is on the roster as six feet tall. I knew that much. But uh, <laughs> Mississippi State listed him as 6'1", but he's listed as 6'4 with us. Um, he okay. set a state class A, class 6A Texas State record, 127 touchdown passes. Uh, second... In all-time yards, 11,182 passing yards in Texas, Class 6A. All right? That's right up there with Moxley. Yeah, he's got really good, uh, you know, he was a really good high school quarterback. And a guy you could see. You're just going to let that go, aren't you? I'm going to let all of that go. <laughs> but, yeah, there's um, 
that's you know he 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 had a lot of stuff. He was a big time talent, and he's a guy who then went to Wisconsin. So he's here. He does have the arm skill. He he made some throws in the that back half. He actually looked. I'll say he he looked decent in what they were trying to do there. Uh, led them down the field for a couple of the drives after he came in. He led the two field goal drives, um, but also uh, just they were back to back plays towards the end where they they ran to the outside on that fourth down play, which was initially called short, but correctly then called a first down. And Bray, Braylon Allen fumbled on that one, which the Badgers luckily recovered. And on the very next play, trying to to run and throw he he just really hauls back the the backhand and they just knocked it out of his hand uh good pass rush by iowa uh de- disciplined defense uh, the one issue i'll take with uh, this game for the badgers is i don't think that they had a good enough plan for how to stop uh iowa's defensive backs uh they brought they brought good blitzes with their safeties, uh, some of their best players out there. They, they did well with their corners. If you take them wide and go after their third corner, you got some some good chances there. But uh, it just didn't seem like we had enough good plans on how to block their blitz schemes from their defensive backs. They did a very good job of bringing, uh, bringing those guys off edges and attacking us where we were. After now six games, Quite honestly, I think the biggest problem with this team is, and it's hard to say this as a Wisconsin fan and, and horrible to have to point this out, it's the line. This offensive line is not a Badger offensive line. Uh, they're not picking up blitzes. They're not protecting the quarterbacks enough. The quarterbacks are ru- rushing things and that. And we don't necessarily, as a Wisconsin base, you know, wait for quarterbacks to save us. But, yeah, no, this team needs to be better up front, and I think they'll be able to do that. They've had some injuries. Uh, and we had the center out of uh, uh, Cincinnati that came over and then you know was injured immediately and, and unable to play for us. So that was that's a rough start. Um, but, yeah, we got to start building up some of these well, guys I mean, it's, here, it's too. Just like, it's, like, it's like Mordecai coming over. I mean, what, we, what you were talking about, it's like he got four freshman quarterbacks, too. It's, you yeah. know. Yeah, he he. I, I think he's just a placeholder, right? I think these are all placeholders, right? I think this was they didn't want to, you know, start from nothing. And quite honestly, there was a lot of problems in terms of what was left for them in that recruiting kind of in the closet. You know, what was left in the cupboard when they got there. So they made a lot of moves to try to shore up a lot of things and at least stay competitive uh, to get a chance in this first year. Uh, quite honestly, getting wins in these first years helps the recruiting down the road and, and makes things good, which is why like Colorado needs to win some of these games because Dion needs the recruiting boost of being like, come play for Dion, which is a fun, cool thing to do when you don't know if he's good or not, but it's cool sounding. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That, that's, and if he doesn't get apples, apples, because Dion's no. going to get people, Dion, Paul Chris isn't going to get, or Sorry, Luke Fickle's not going to get people just for being Luke Fickle. You know, well, he's I mean, got a higher recreated recruiting class right now. Like, like he does, but I mean, Dion, Dion's literally going to get people for being Dion. And for now, and, yeah, yeah, for now, which he will immediately. I mean, I understand that's what I'm saying is that like, but Fickle has to get those wins more so than Dion does right now. But. I don't know that that's true because one of them has coached in the college football playoff and the other one is a fun story who needs to win now. 
I think that Fickle's an actual coach who knows what he's doing and has a you're, plan. You're thinking, you're thinking of this pragmatically. Well, I think, I mean, it was two years ago. Station isn't pragmatic. That's the reason why you're a lawyer, and that's right. why you defend them. Right, but again, <laughs> two years ago, every high school kid watched Fickle playing in a college football championship, which is what they want to do, right? Like Nick Saban mm-hmm. is not cool or fun. He is not, and he gets kids because. They're winning games, and people want to play in, play for guys who win championships. And he's been great at that recruiting. Dion's in the same commercials. Dion's got a list celebrities showing up to his game, though, man. Yep. No, I'm sure that TikTok, TikTok, sure seems TikTok fun. TikTok Nation, TikTok Generation. Yeah, but it 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 worked where where he was at the time, I think, and he brought a lot of those kids with him, and one of them's his own kid. So to be clear. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, we'll see how they do with some of this. A lot of these other guys are going to get get I'm, some I'm, of the. I'm just, down. I'm just, I'm just saying it's more imperative on Fickle to actually get wins. He, he doesn't have the clout, right. and you're saying, yeah, well, he was in a, like, he was in the playoffs a couple of years ago, and I mean, oh. how much did you pay attention? I, I didn't did. pay attention to that when I was getting recruited out of high school. Yeah, I, but I, I mean, just wanted to go. I wanted to go to a place that was fun. No, I wasn't a high level recruit. I was being D three. Like, let's be perfectly honest here, right. but. You know, so, yeah. but, you know, it's just like, where's your head at? You know, so it's like, yeah, I mean, exposure, exposure is drafting, you know, and they all just want to make the big show. They all want to make it to the NFL. So I think yeah. it is more imperative on fickle for winning. Hmm. And so, but that's, but back to what we were saying yeah. about bringing in uh, uh, almighty Mordecai, the football guy. Yeah. I think he was uh, looking play, for to, place to fillers, like you said. Yeah. yeah place fillers right. for the time being, because he needed to find a way to get a kind of a bridge to, the guys he's going to bring up and, and build with, uh, which right. is you know exactly Cause, what he's doing. Cause that, cause not everybody's Johnny Mansell. You can't play at a high level coming out of as, as a true freshman. You know, give him a year to learn that stuff too. Especially with all the transition stuff going on too. You can't just throw him out there to the wolves to be eaten alive. You know, you know. Let's bring in a guy who's trying to get something out of his last year, so maybe he has a chance at the next level. So, and it sucks that he hurt his hand too, but. Yeah, um, it's rough. Yeah. But so tough loss. Uh, it's kind of a predictable loss. I've been saying for a couple of weeks, and I kind of was trying to give Wisconsin the edge because they're, you know, Iowa's quarterback was out. But then, of course, Wisconsin's quarterback also went out. Iowa's defense was great. They played great. They looked good. They did all the right things they needed to do. The biggest difference was Iowa made no mistakes. You know, like they know their scheme, they know their offense, they know exactly who they are and what they were doing. They made no mistakes. Everybody who was there was recruited to play in this system by the guys who are still currently running this system and knew what system they were getting into. This is exactly what they were doing. Wisconsin's still growing, uh, a lot of new parts, uh, new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, new head coach. Uh, a lot of things had to change. And, um, you know, the 82 yard run was the the game sealer essentially i mean it's the first and only giant mistake there were other mistakes wisconsin made because every mistake in this game was made by the badgers but the 82 yard run uh was an unforgivable one because touchdowns is touchdowns were going to be at a premium right like that was the only thing you couldn't do was give up those touchdowns and that's that's the first thing they did i mean what was it they had given up 84 total yards and then an 82-yard run. So it's it's a crazy connection that they had there to have those things line up in the way they did. 
So yeah, uh, <laughs> that was just, and you know that's all all that happened there. So that and, and what's, then what's they touched on. What's crazy? What's crazy about Iowa being the, the way they are and how they're good at defense and how they are good at churning out tight ends and cornerbacks and like all the grinding plays. What a wrestling school! Like th- these that <laughs> tight ends, tight ends and cornerbacks and defense. That's all wrestling traits. You know, it's it, yep. it's such a weird thing that a school that's yeah made made its name off of wrestling somehow can't get an offense. They have no flashy players, but they have people that'll <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, yeah. They, they have people that'll yeah all that'll about grind torque. it out on the ground. I mean, and, and and there's I mean Kittle, Fant, Laporta. Who's the other guy that I'm missing? Hawkinson. Like, Hawkinson, well, he's been fine. Well, he's anyway, the highest paid tight end in fine. history. Yeah, I know. And that's <laughs> so funny because the Vikings paid him that for dropping balls. Yeah. Anyways, but the other three are great, you know, and it's like what what workman positions and especially Laporta, like busting all the uh, all the um, uh, first year tight ends can't make it in the league. You know, we talked about that with Musgrave all the time, too. So it's like. But I mean, this is what Ference is at this point. Like he's so far in, like, and that's he knows what he can get. So it, 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 it they're 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 going to be they're going to be tough defense. Every game's going to be like hit the under on every single bet line they ever will. Like they could set a bet line at six points total for the whole game, bet the under when it's oh, Iowa, yeah. right? So yeah, it yeah. doesn't much matter. But, I mean, it's 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 not a good game to judge your offense on, especially when. Yeah, when yeah, when your quarterback's out too. So, right. So yeah, rough one. Uh, Badgers trap game coming up. Uh, they've got Illinois next week in Champaign. Uh, this week coming up, biggest things for Illinois. They still got a pretty Champagne Urbana. Champagne Urbana, not uh, Bloomington Normal, which is the least normal yeah. thing. Like, who names their city normal? Bloomington. Bloomington Normal is boring. Champagne Urbana, Urbana is your favorite. What, John? Champagne Urbana uh, is a character in community. Just to be there clear, we go. it is a character in community. Champagne Urbana is a name of a drag queen who has a YouTube channel or some sort of YouTube ish type channel in the show community. And it's hilarious. There you go, John. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> is that where you were going? Yeah, I, I was. You you made it way more cleaner than I would have. So thank you very much, Sean. It's pretty fun. I love that show. Very, very, very attorney of you to say exactly the way that you did. So, <laughs> all right. So yeah, that's um, that's what they got coming up. They they've been so that's so that's Badgers news. Yeah. So it's gonna be it'll be interesting to see this week. It's a road game. They've had a rough go. You mentioned this last week. This is not a walkover game. Uh, Illinois, even though they're having a bad year, they lost to Nebraska. Uh, yeah. But they beat Maryland. You know, like, it, it, yeah. they're a weird sure. team to figure out. Uh, well, and... I mean, and Bielema has been weird since he's been there. Because, I mean, say what you will about Bielema. He's an okay coach. And he can get yeah. things done. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and I, I'm not. I, Illinois is rough. It's, it's going to be a rough one, so. Yeah, they're gonna want to run. They don't have um, they don't have Brown anymore. Chase Brown is gone. He's in the NFL. Him and his five thousand carries. Uh, but yeah, no, he's uh, he's not there. So that's gonna be one thing. Um, it definitely has hurt their run game because he was a very special player. They do have Reggie Love the third uh, back there now, but 
is nowhere near the same sort of thing. Luke Altmeyer actually having a very good year. Um, he's a transfer out of Ole Miss um, playing there. So he's he's actually had a, a pretty decent year. Uh, he's up to 1,571 yards. Um, so we're going to have to – Badgers corners have been a bit suspect this year. So seeing what they, they get out of, uh, out of these cornerbacks this week is going to be a big thing. And uh, the linebackers having to stay at home and uh, play consistent football to try to make sure that they uh, they stop this run game, which is not the biggest part of this offense, not the most effective part, but definitely the part that that they want to have working. Uh, Bielema definitely wants to run the ball. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, Badgers look like they're currently – I don't see what the actual hey, – Hey, John, uh, yeah, go ahead. before you go on any further, you said that those cornerbacks are what? Suspect. They have been suspect. I think that's why we got to reach out for we got to reach out for reach out to the kids. They're not suspect. They're what? I'm not sure. You help me out here. Tell me what I'm supposed they're to su- have said. They're sus. <laughs> just sus. They're just sus. I sus. thought that was already done. Sus. Like this, I thought yeah. sus was already. done. No, sus is still a thing. Like oh, that's so 2018. Still says it all the time. Like she doesn't no, no, say like, um, Dad, I don't trust you. She's like, Dad, you're sus. That's so 2020. You don't get that? That doesn't happen in the Barnett household at all? No, that's already passed. Everybody's done with that now. Oh, my God. It's still a thing down here. Sorry. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, well, we that... should still... Let, let, let's keep up with the times. Yeah. It's not suspect. They it's all change so much. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. I know <laughs> what you mean. I guess it's... Like, I was... I the quarterbacks are sus. John. They are sus. Total sus. I heard, I, heard, I heard a colonel say that during a speech this week, John. <laughs> I'm not even lying to you, man. That's a real thing. I, he says, I he believe says you. sauce. And I uh, was like, as my grandkids would say, this is sauce. And I'm like, oh my God. Well, that's. You're that's 57 bad. years old. <laughs> uh, I am mean, 44, like, like, like transparency. But yeah, it's like, oh my God. Sauce, you know, want to dress in his church. Anyways, okay. All right, John, moving on. What were you saying? Uh, This looks like the Badgers are are still favored and projected to win this game, but, uh, you know, a a rookie or you got a freshman making essentially his very first start. Uh, He played some in two games this year, but first actual start, so we'll see how that goes. Um, And then, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to hold my breath too much. This is a year again. Keep the expectations a bit more normal because – it's a team full of people who are just kind of thrown together to just try to patchwork us through a year of transition, right? We're, we're looking down the road and, you know, the, I mean, quite honestly too, the schedule is going to be crazy hard the next several years, which also is good for recruiting. They're like, you want to come here? Guess what? You're going to play Alabama. You're going to be on, you're going to about seven o'clock games on ABC. Yeah. Right. We're, we're going to put you on again. Like they're going to be playing against Alabama. They're playing Ohio state. They're, I mean, they got, they got teams on the calendar for the next several years that are going to be fun to watch and big time name games. So yeah, this just seeing what they can do with this because it, it, they got to get they got to get some things going here. So that'll be interesting. We'll see how that works and how that works on recruiting. But it's going to be a tough week, I think. Um, uh, don't look past them because Ohio State's after this, so it's a trap game. No, it, it, it's it's a tired versus wired thing. Like you know, like tired is. Uh, the Packers aren't living up to expectations this year. The Badgers aren't living like who's this Luke Fickle guy? I thought we were going to be national champion uh, contenders right off the bat. 
No, dude, it takes a while. And and in uh, in the NFL too, like with the Packers, like you can turn over a team in two years. I mean, the Buccaneers proved that a couple of years ago. But um, in college football, it's a it's a process, and like now the process is faster because of the portal and everything else like that. I just said everything else like that. I've been meaning to remove that from my vocabulary, but anyways, that's okay. Through the portal, you know everything. You, you said know, sus, you can, and you, you just threw out what was the other one you just used just a second ago too. We're speaking to the kids here today, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we we're we're figuring it out, John. We're we're getting there. We're getting younger. We're 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 you starting to figure both. out how we're going to talk. Yeah, we're <laughs> going to go forward with this. But no, it's I mean it's going to take fickle. I mean three years. I mean. Saban didn't turn over Alabama in a year. No. You know, Alabama, Alabama was like, people don't realize this. It, like, I think when we were in high school, Alabama was trash. Oh, yeah. Like, they, um, they weren't good. Don they weren't son, good in the 90s. Don Shula's son, Mike Shula, coached them and was terrible. That team was terrible. Yeah. I, I, the, the big teams when we were in high school were what? Penn State, Tennessee, Florida State. Yeah. Bobby Bowden was down there. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Clemson Oklahoma was terrible. Was Clemsoning Texas, Texas, was a term. Clemsoning yeah. was a term. Texas was good, and people don't realize that Texas was ever good. You know, <laughs> like they not anymore, like but they've been good. Yeah, um, they were good. Fifteen, Vince, Vince. Um, yeah, Vince Tall. Oh yeah, tall Vin, Vince, Vince Young. When he was the quarterback, Vince Young was their quarterback. Like, yeah, they they were great. They beat they beat Florida. Oh, Florida used to be good too, kids. But yeah. just so you know, you know, yeah, <laughs> they're actually bad like, right now. <laughs> they're yeah. terrible yeah. but i mean so like but but the big 10 there's always been the powerhouses that have always existed you know nebraska used to be good anyways but yeah. uh yeah it's just it, it takes some time saban it, i think it took him almost seven years to get alabama to where it is and so yeah anyhow yeah like and... give, give the guys give give the guys some time stop being so short-sighted yeah it's all right He'll get he'll get it done. It'll be fine. And and he brought in Mordecai to be a buffer because you don't want to throw those uh, those freshmen out to the wolves. Correct. So. Did not bother recruiting quarterbacks for a while. There, so yeah. Because guess because guess what? Michigan's really good. Yeah. All <laughs> he right. might die. <laughs> yeah. So for other teams that didn't actually play games this week, and we look ahead to next week, the uh, the Packers will play a game next week. They didn't this week. So they going... do. Yeah, we've we've had last week. Well, the last game they played the Raiders on uh, back on the ninth. That was a winnable game, and they they really honestly should have won that and did not. Uh, did not do anything particularly well in that game. We talked about that one enough, but well, uh, Jordan loves straight arm Max Crosby into the uh, netherworld. So yeah, the upside down, if you will. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, but the. Uh, the Broncos coming play. up. Otherwise, the rest of the game sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up this week, though, we'll be in Denver, uh, you know, at altitude with the Broncos. Uh, Broncos, uh, hey, let's ride. Uh, that team has not been particularly <laughs> good. And the other thing is, the, you mentioned this, I think, last week or was it the week before, either way, but um, sure. the entire NFL hates Sean Payton. Oh, like, so like, bad. They quite yeah. honestly are and, taking and I, it out on him now, too. So, oh, and I and I told uh, I told friend of the show Pete, he mentioned that I shouldn't mention K Fan because that's you know home of the Vikings and anyways. And I listened to their 
morning show podcast, but Meat Sauce refers to uh, Sean Payton as butthole eyes. Jeez. And I think I, I, I think I would like to go forward with him being called that because, anyways, I just I don't like Sean Payton. Um, no, I, it, it's sad. It's sad because Russell Wilson is at one point was the greatest recruiting tool for the Badgers. Yeah, because he he came from South Carolina to the Badgers, and you know to play his last year and NC State, po- po- or sorry, NC State. Yeah, and possibly. And possibly the best quarterback the Badgers have ever had, right? And when he was in at Seattle, we came to hate him because he was clutch time. Yeah, it just burned the Packers on so many different levels at in so many different games, right? Yeah, but now the quarterback this, when we in in most of our epic collapses, he was on the other sideline as a quarterback, right? And so and now Sean Payton, who of course we didn't. We didn't think about it at the time because that was at the time that Brett Favre had, you know, eloped up to the Jets and then he was in the Vikings. And so the Saints had Bounty Gate on on Favre, right? Correct. Which at the time at the time we didn't care about because it was like, yeah, you know what? That yeah. guy just whatever, just bury that guy. Like we were so mad that he went well, to the Vikings. Coming in we and hitting a guy is a part of football, but doing it with the pave plant. Yeah, that was, that's, that's over. But, the at the, but at the time as Packer fans, we didn't care about it because we were like, yeah, you know what? Just if you, if you want to bury that, there's words I can't use right now. Like yeah. put that guy into the ground. Yeah. Just go ahead. Whatever. Because he left, went to the Jets and went to the Vikings immediately after that. Like, you know, that's that he was playing dirty. They were playing dirty, but like hindsight, hindsight, 2020, like what they did with Bounty Gate to take out Brett Favre and the Vikings one chance at like a real Super Bowl, <laughs> Like that was, that was super dirty. And so, and then with everything else and Sean Payton has a track record of being a dirty coach and now you team him with Russell Wilson, who is this weirdo, who tried to cure that... concussions with a, a fizzy drink that uh, he was sponsoring. Claimed it cured concussions. Right, right. right. And he's just—he's so creepy too. On top of it, like his creep level is like—I don't know if he's trying to do this. Like at some point, you're like, "What is he doing?" And then, like last season, it was the more more touchdown passes versus toilets. Or, or bathrooms in his house. <laughs> and it took until week 15 before he had more touchdown passes than bathrooms in his house. And he's married to Sierra too, who is an, un- I love her. She was, when I was working back in radio, she was a great pop star and she has great songs. She's got about five or six real bangers and like, they should be lovable, but they're not. And it's just this weird, he's weird Sean Payton's weird, and it's like an eclipse. Like, here comes the sun. This is Sean Payton. Here's the moon. Here's Russell Wilson. They come together, and it's just – it's un, it, it's so hateable. Like, everything about the Broncos is so hateable right now. And the Broncos, who used to be a lovable organization, unless you're a Packers fan, but, you know, yeah, everything about the – the Broncos were always fun. They're out there in the mountains. You know, it's cool. They got John Elway. They got Jake Plummer. You know, Peyton Manning went out there to win a Super Bowl. It's always been cool, you know, like whatever. You know, the Broncos are that. 
team out in the mountains they're fun you know they're like seattle it's like hey you know unless you're a packers fan it's, it's weird that they have a connection with the packers but it's just like yeah they're that cool team that just ever shows up once in a while it's awesome but it's they're, they're the most sean payton is the most hateable coach in the history of the nfl and i say that knowing full well that there's a ditka there's a lombardi who drove his wife to alcoholism <laughs> and i and Various other coaches, like, I, I don't, like, hate, 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 hate. Uh, he's just, oh, there's, and he's a Parcells guy, too, which makes me want to like him, but he's not. Like, he's not likable in any way, shape, or form. It's well, like, neither is Parcells. <laughs> well, they, they, yeah. Yeah, that's the reason why they call him Big Tuna. Yeah. But anyhow, yeah, it's just, it, I don't know. It's yeah. just, he is really the most hateable coach ever. Oh. And he should have stayed. And he was in TV too, because they always yes. talked about like Bill Cower. Like, when's Bill Cower going to come back to the ranks? And you know, you know like, Bill Cower like stepped, stepped, stepped out and went. All right, boys and girls, have fun. I said, and why would on I TV. do that? He's got. Why no- would I ever go back and do that? Yeah. He makes good money, not doing any of that stuff, not getting yelled at every week by fans who hate him for no reason. Yeah. And Jimmy um, Johnson did the same thing too. You want to know you what know, my favorite but- creep? moment for uh, Russell Wilson though was have you did you ever watch the thing where he's on Ellen and he proposed to his wife that they have another kid it's that's a bit creepy like a public declaration that we should have relations was it was it more creepy than the subway ad yes yeah no it was subway ad was not great but this was yeah more creepy uh so yeah (laughs) either way though um the Broncos Defense is actually still fairly legit, though. Uh, so this is going to be, again, did we take the week to actually get ourselves ready for this? Uh, my biggest complaint thus far has been that the Packers seem to essentially be spending the week getting ready for a generic opponent and then adjusting at halftime. Our second halves have been good. Our first halves have been atrocious, uh, just absolutely abysmal. Uh, they have not been prepared for any of these these first halves of games. Uh, so it's been rough to watch. So, yeah. Um, the best hope is if the Packers can come out strong, if they can get a lead in the first half, I think the Packers walk away with this one. Um, mm-hmm. But if they don't, then I think, yeah, we're going to be looking at some some another one of those type of games where we're going to be waiting for the fourth quarter to kind of see what they got. Um, so this is going to be interesting times here. Uh, I think the Packers win this one just because I think the Broncos find a way to lose. And I think that there is, as you have said, I think correctly, enough vitriol across the league. I think there's going to be less so with the Packers because they are such a young team that none of them have, like very few players on this Packers team came from somewhere else, have all these relationships in the league, no coaches who have gone on to play somewhere else. Most of these are really young guys. So I don't think we have as much of that just because our team has just one of those younger teams that doesn't have as many connections across the league outside of the, the organization itself. But I think there is a good vitriol against this Broncos team. Um, but they, they definitely said, he said horrible things about Hackett, who is a guy that a lot of the guys on this team did know. He wasn't in Green Bay that long ago. Uh, all the coaches know him. And I think that they definitely are, are going to be up and probably more ready for this one than before. I mean, he's, he yeah. set a precedent for nobody's ever, 
I, I don't remember in any, like in the last 10 years, like ESPN or anything like that, anyone going on there and saying, yeah, the, the last coaching regime sucked. Yeah. They were terrible. Like everybody just goes, hey, you know, whatever. We're moving forward. We're going to put the past behind us. We're going to move forward. Here's my plans, 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 plans. I don't know why I put a Southern accent on that, but I just did right there. But that's it. That That's it. But Sean Payton took the time to actually go, yeah, the last coaching, the, the last head coach sucked. And that's yeah. the reason why Russell Wilson sucked. And it's a weird and thing to like, say, because like, again, it's just a weird flex. Like it's a, it's like a reverse flex. Like I'm not going to suck that bad. I can't nearly suck as much as the last guy. Just so you know, the last guy sucks super bad. So there's no way I'm going to suck this bad you know like just just to lay out the groundwork like if i do at least as well as he does or one win better then i don't suck as bad as that guy does it's like yeah yeah i think there's there's some feelings in the league that a lot of people aren't really into the whole russell wilson sort of hype train too um a lot of the players who've played with him in the past have been kind of vocally uh, dismissive of his kind of rah-rah attitude in a way that well, Marshawn Mar- 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 said that if you want to talk to Russell, you got to talk to his agent first because like, you can't talk to him directly. Right. Well, I mean, for the guy who was with the pack, the Badgers at the exact same time, JJ uh, Watt, nobody who plays mm-hmm. with JJ Watt thinks that his rah-rah is anything other than that's who he is. And he is going a hundred percent all the time. And you want to do what he does. Nobody has anything to nope. say bad about J.J. Yeah. Watt. Yeah, because J.J. Watt thing. is all hustle, all work, and he, I mean, he he didn't do the fun shows. He didn't do a lot of this because he's like, he was into football and said, let's just do football. And when he says, let's just go, let's go, let's go, he, he just says it to the team. He doesn't have to do a lot of mm-hmm. rah-rah to the camera, and Russ was a lot of rah-rah to the camera, which can work. It totally can work. It, it, it's worked in a lot of places. Um, but you got to you got to do those other things, and it looks like a lot of his. I mean, the dude has talent. The dude, the dude rushes the Packers talk. on so many occasions. Like he's got obvious talent. He does, but he's. It's just, I I don't know what I don't know what changed. Yeah, I really don't know what changed. Uh, like yeah. I know that he used to make use his feet to make plays, but I'm not quite sure what changed. Like he's he stinks now. Yeah, like he's he hasn't been nearly as good. So that's that's a rough, I guess, what we're going to say about this. Do you remember, I think the, do you remember are... the bit like two two years ago when it was like before he got there, it was like the Packers are going to uh, Schlereth, like uh, Rogers is going to the to to the uh, Broncos, and the Broncos are going to give up a seventh round draft pick, and the Packers right. are going to give up Rogers and Aaron Jones. Yeah, and it was like, oh, you yeah. know. Like Rogers might have made something work out of that, but like I, I, I mean, he's got all the tools in the world out there in Denver, and it's just that I, I can't imagine how toxic of an organization that is, like from the upside down, and <laughs> from the upside down. The, the fact that the, the, the fact down that down is, now, huh? the, the, the the fact that it's owned. Hey, um, eight up, right? Yeah. From the ground up, eight up, up, up from the ground from up, the up. Floor eight up. up from the ground up. Military, military's term, right? And okay. so, like, I mean, they're owned by Condoleezza Rice and the Waltons. <laughs> like, they don't. I mean, they're they're not a team that's made to win. They're made 
they're a team that's made to make money. And okay. I mean, like you look at what's going on in, with the Jets right now, and the Jets who have been one of the most dysfunctional organizations for almost 40 years, right? Mm-hmm. Thought they had it right. They they sold the house to get Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, their defense is good. They beat the Eagles yesterday. Like yeah. I'm yeah. actually like cheering for the Jets now. Like, well, yeah, because we want that draft pick to be better. The, 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 well, right. no, we want him to be bad, actually. That, 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 too. That, too, but just in, like, Robert Sala's face. Like, well, actually, if they win, Salas. we get a worse draft pick. I got it all backwards, so, yeah, no. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, just from a just a straight-up straight up draft standpoint. But, no, but just, like, Sala's face, like, when Rodgers got hurt, like, and just all all the hopes and dreams that they had for a Super Bowl just, like, dashed in one tear of an Achilles tendon, right? <laughs> and just, just them – Working through that, I forget my, my train of thought. I, anyways, what was I saying right there? Well, uh, they got the defense. They got a ways to get through, but yeah. Oh, they got be... the de- they got the defense. They're working through it. You know, it's like, and that's that's an organization like I can actually get behind that. Well, the then, best part is, they, of course. And then we... there's Den- then yeah. there's Denver who was losing to the Bears, and I was actually kind of cheering for the Bears to beat them. <laughs> and then they came back and beat the Bears, and I'm. I, I was at I was at a loss for words. I'm like I don't know. Like I guess I'm happy, but I'm not happy. But yeah, yeah whatever. Butthole eyes won, but you know the Bears lost, and now they're yeah whatever. So yeah, um, Packers. I guess they haven't released an injury report at this point too, but nobody's listed on it. Knock on wood right now, uh, which could be good. Getting guys some time, uh, getting this team healthy is a, a big part of it. Obviously, one of the reasons for this is that um, you know Bakhtiari is on the injured reserve now, and he's just done for the year. He's he is not coming back this year, um, and we'll see what happens in the future with him because it he's, may not be much. He's he's he's, he, he's probably done because uh, they were talking about they're they were talking about how possible. much they're, they're taking out of his knee on a regular basis. It's not that his knee can't take the the grind; it's how much fluid they have to take out of it every time. Yeah, so. it's it could be uh it could be done. So we'll just have to see how that goes. Um but yeah, that's that's one thing. But if we can have the rest of that line healthy and get some some help out of you know getting our, our guards healthy as being the biggest part of what has hurt our game. Uh and then also having Aaron Jones back in a hundred percent, like actually fully ready for this game changes the entire offense. Because this offense mm-hmm. at this point really is built around Aaron Jones. And we don't have another guy on this team who is in any way like him. So we actually just can't run that offense when we don't have him because we have not no, drafted okay. another Aaron Jones type. No one, it, we, there's not an Aaron Jones out there. We'll be very clear. Um, but somebody mm-hmm. who couldn't run that style, we don't have that. We, we, the Packers, as, as an organization, have to use Aaron Jones because yeah. of what he, I mean, he's not getting any younger. But we can't. I mean, the Packers aren't ones for um, uh, going for draft picks either. So we're not gonna. Well, this we're they're gonna play the season out and see how it works. Oh yeah. But yeah. at the same oh, time, sorry. like, yeah, like they're, they're yeah, not, not playing gonna, to uh, get better draft picks. I'm sorry. Yeah, I misunderstood. I thought you were saying playing to having draft picks. You're like, we like drafting our guys. We draft running backs. But yeah, you're right. Oh no, no, I misunderstood. No, you. I'm you're just right. The 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 Packers aren't one for uh, just trashing the season to get draft picks either. So they're, I mean, but here's the thing: is like everyone has to temper their expectations. And your son, 
uh, Josh liked my one tweet, as <laughs> did about 50 other people last week. Like, when was it that Aaron Love is under a microscope this year? Like, I thought this year was the year. Like, I have tempered my expectations this year as a Packer fan, as well as all of you others should, too. And, and so many people, like, even Andy Herman is trying to do his best and Aaron Nagler are doing their best for expectation management. Like after they beat the yeah. bears in week one, it was like, Oh, we're on. It's, it's super bowl. It's like, no, <laughs> no kids. Like, no, we have, Calm this is down. a Petri dish. This is a Petri dish. Like we have to see what's going on. And like, well, it, and, and then it all got fueled up too. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, who fits magic, who didn't stick with any team he was ever with. was like, I see a lot of Jordan love t-shirts, but not Jordan love jerseys. Okay. Jerk off. Number one, there's not a lot of love jerseys to go around. We tried to find one for our son. We couldn't yet because he's, you don't know. But second of all, journeyman quarterback, Harvard guy, shut up. <laughs> I don't Shut up. That yeah, was after just... the Detroit game. But it's like, you know, it's it, this is this year. This is what this year is going to be. What do you guys want? You, you want the kid from UC, USC that just had a terrible game the other day? People are fallible. Like it's it's like it's it, it, it's Rogers. Everyone has and, and and I like it back to my first deployment, where I had All right. out of the 365 days I was there, I probably had about 60 good days, Ooh, and about days. 305 bad days. Like where I like everything sucked. Like well, just work, you know, and like nothing was bad. Like. Yeah, not getting shot. There, there, there were days like, Just days. but there was about sixty good days and about five really good days. Like, and I focus on the five really good days. Yeah, like everyone, the the majority of people who want to jump on Jordan Love and just like, oh, this ew, this sucks. This is just... Rogers never had a bad game. Rogers Rogers was always yeah. Rogers will take us to the Super Bowl, not the toilet bowl, as opposed to. Favre will take us to the Super Bowl, not <laughs> and Rogers take us to the toilet bowl. You know, it's like just yeah. shut up and just let the let it work out. The process works, except in Philadelphia with the 76ers. <laughs> right. That 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 process didn't work. But anyways, right. trust the Packers, it'll work. And actually, Rogers disappointed us more and his teams and the teams around him disappointed us more than then made us feel good about ourselves as fans. Right. <laughs> right. Like th that was 20 years of just, just, ah, so close, so close. It won't happen one time, two years in. So just jump, just if, instead of, if you're going to jump off Packers bandwagon and well, now you can't even jump on the Jets bandwagon because he's hurt or wherever you want to go. Don't don't get on the get rid of Jordan Love train yet because what else are you gonna do? <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, that was yeah. You should have muted me about like five minutes ago. Anyhow, that's fine. Nah, no, I like that. Yeah. And then you also made a great point about you know don't trust the process if you're the 76ers, and I fully expect that the 76ers again will not win the East because I think the Bucks are primed to win the East again. As we said sure. when we talked with Pete, this is a team that's looking to, to win everything out. Uh, two games left in the preseason uh, coming up this week, uh, 17th and the 20th, so Tuesday and Friday. 
Uh, they'll be at Oklahoma City, and then they'll have Memphis coming in uh, at Fiserv. Tickets as low as $11 at Fiserv. $4 if you want to go see them in OKC. <laughs> That's what it's saying. Um, yeah, we finally got to have a game, though, where we watched uh, you know Dame and Giannis out there. We've had some good with that. Got to see them against the... Uh, the uh, Lakers, which was a fun one. We got a we got a pass from Dame to Giannis to dunk over AD. Uh, so yeah, that's getting some feels, getting some uh, work together in here, and uh, helping build some expectations for this team. Because uh, looking forward to this season quite a lot at this point. Uh, you said the and, uh, and, 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 and if you if you want to get in, because during regular season those Pfizer tickets will be about hundred dollars piece. So do it. Yeah, the and lowest you can get right now for the opener against the uh, aforementioned 76ers is apparently on ESPN it's saying uh, tickets as low as $57 for uh, the Thursday, October 26th game against the 76ers. So, yeah. And, and, and true story is that if you go to Fiserv during the preseason and your kids scream really loud when the offense is on the field or taking it down the, the court... court. You want to do the lay wave? The season ticket holders don't care because nobody does the wave because you go on offense too quickly and you don't do the wave when your team's on offense. No, uh, no, the the season season ticket holders don't judge the people that come in and buy tickets. That's you know, a lie. They, they um, because there is no wave in basketball, so that's an unfair comparison and meaningless. So yes, no, but they judge them because one hundred percent they. Do. But they but but they don't they don't. Because they're human beings, so of course they judge them. They're human beings, so yes. They they make it a much more welcoming place. (laughs) You had to be shushed by the team. You were literally shushed by the team. Don't yell at the people that have an eight-year-old who's screaming for the Packers when they're on offense. Shushed by the team. Raise your kids. No. (laughs) <laughs> tell your eight-year-old to stop cheering even though they tell him to cheer the whole when you walk through the gate it's like are you going to be loud today there's a big sign that said offense at work it was like on the jumbotron everybody knew it the people what the, the people when he walked through the gates at lambo field said are you going to be loud today and told my kids to be loud okay so th- that that's what, confusing what messages for a 10 and 8 year old just saying okay well so. then be the parent you know explain football to your kids if you're going to bring them to a game explain the game to your kids like, why is he throwing the ball? Shut up. I don't need to explain this to you. We'll figure it out later. You're like, no. You're like, well, we get to throw the floor. I, I didn't I didn't I didn't know there was I that's that's you I don't know this. Don't tell me you didn't know. It's a game, John. It's a, it's, a, it's a game, John. It's a game. Why you guys gotta be so pretentious, bud? You know. Not so. pretentious. You're you're hurting your team. Why don't you like your team? Why do you hate the Green Bay Packers? Is the more important question, I think, that uh I guess we'll never know an answer to, Aaron. We'll never know this answer. I don't, no. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's very confusing. Why do you cheer when uh, a Brewers batters at bat at Amfam Field, but you don't get to cheer when your offense is on the field at, at uh, well, Lambeau Field? Because they use hand signals rather than calling a playthrough helmet. That was an easy answer. That's a good one. But all right, everybody. That's I mean, really all we've got. For, tech, you're being very technical. Right? Kind of, I'm a lawyer and I've got hate, answers for you, my God, man. I hate arguing. Yeah. <laughs> you're the worst. This sucks. <laughs> like, you're wrong, but you're right. That's what sucks about this. It doesn't really matter. It was a preseason game, but also like, let's practice like you know, like the way the players are going to play in a regular game. We should give them that, that, that scenario, that feeling. 
It's like eh, I, 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 I stirred this pot. I know what's going on here. I know it's fine. All right, everybody. I know we are going to yeah, wrap sorry, up this sorry, show. Sorry and... that Kerry Collins from the uh, or what's our uh, backup I... quarterback name? Kerry Collins. I know he's from Penn State. <laughs> no, um, Clifford yeah, the Big Red Dog. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, Clifford, Sean Clifford. But anyway. yeah, yeah, he needed. Yeah, no, he needed that real time experience. Awesome. We are going to uh, wrap up this show uh, with a segment of our show that we lovingly call our last call. Time to look around and get your bearings. It's time for the last call. I'm going to oddly start this last call with some cross country, making Aaron happy for sure. Um, the Badgers hosted the uh, the Nutty Comb, which is one of the biggest events. Uh, presented by Under Armour, and uh, the Badgers actually finished, I think they finished 22nd. It is a, a good group of teams there um, overall as a team. Uh, and let's see, so from the Badgers runners, Jackson Sharp finishes fifth overall with a 23-minute 26.48K. Uh, uh, Rowan Ellenberg uh, finishes in 55th. And Evan Bishop in 82nd, Oliver Pauline in 189th. Um, apparently the fastest, I'm trying to see, there's a kid from Harvard actually ended up winning uh, the whole thing overall. Winning but, uh, life? What's that? Winning life. Yeah, being able to get free Harvard tuition by running cross country, that is winning life. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah being a Harvard grad and just... Anyways. Yeah, works out pretty well for everybody. But uh, so the Badgers next week, though, uh, coming up on the 27th, the Badgers will actually host the Big Ten Championship meet, uh, which they've won the last five years. So this is it's an opportunity to win. Uh, they're going for their sixth straight Big Ten Championship. Uh, Bob Liking, who we've talked about on here before, uh, he actually is looking to get his third straight Big Ten individual championship as well. Uh, so, yeah, like we said, liking some of them didn't actually doesn't look like they were in some of these races. So they had uh, Jackson Sharp as their first runner on this. So, yeah, it's it's going to be um, it'll be an interesting, you know, going there. And that should be a big one for the, the men's cross country team getting that. They are the top ranked team in the, the region. And I mean, they finished, you know, 22nd here. It doesn't look like they used all their runners. It was a wet, sloppy day. So I think they. They may have kept a couple people out of this one uh, just for the, the sake of, of getting ready for the Big Ten championships and making sure that's the one that they really want to win. Uh, and then they'll get ready for the Nationals, where, of course, Northern Arizona is going to win it again because that team is unstoppable. If you have not watched the uh, National Championships of cross country, it, that that's a lot of fun, and you'll watch that. You'll be amazed at these Northern Arizona kids. They have quite a program, and they'll be like three of the top seven guys sometimes uh, last year they just like there were the the main the front pack out front of everybody was like three guys from northern arizona and then five other runners in in the lead peloton it was amazing but yeah so coming up with the 27th will be a big 10 championship uh this week wisconsin volleyball just continued doing what it what it does uh we talked about beating iowa and illinois last week wisconsin continues again Rutgers and Maryland uh, this week, both of which were, it was the Friday and Sunday games uh, down in Madison. So they're both home games. Wisconsin still, at this point, has not lost a a, a match not or a set. Like, 
3-0 in every single every single match thus far. Now, granted, none of these teams have been ranked. We have not played Minnesota. We have not played uh, Nebraska. Uh, but these ones are coming up. So it's uh, at the Field House on the 18th. So Wednesday, they will play number 22 uh, Ohio State. And then they will go to Lincoln, where it will be one versus two. Wisconsin versus Nebraska in Lincoln. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a big one. But then they'll get Michigan State to kind of calm back down. Uh, and then they will have number 12, Minnesota, number 19, Purdue, and then Illinois, Maryland, Penn State, Purdue. You know, they got several down the stretch here as they go, but they've been tearing through the teams they need to beat and should beat. And now they just need to find ways to, you know, hang some of these games. The Nebraska one's going to be the big one. That's going to be the most fun. That's going to be October 21st, a uh, big Saturday game. So that's one to to get ready for. And that's going to be on the Big Ten Network. Uh, and so that one's going to be, it's going to be the biggest thing of the season is watching those those games where they play Nebraska. They got uh, two of them because they'll play them again on, uh, well, November 24th uh, at the Fieldhouse. Yeah, so that's where they are. They continue to be the top-ranked team in women's uh, volleyball, continue to be undefeated, and are tearing through the Big Ten thus far. Uh, men's hockey actually had a, a fun split over the weekend. Uh, they play, They went a couple road games. Uh, they went and played in Bemidji, Minnesota, and they beat the Bemidji State Beavers, who when Aaron and I were growing up, Bemidji was a D3 team that played in the uh, NCHA, which was the same place hey, the... Yep. The pointers and the blue golds played in, and the yellow jackets. And Thank the yellow for, jackets, yes. Forgetting my alma mater, there, John. Yeah, we try. No, <laughs> no, yeah, they were in there Stop too. It. Uh, Minnesota State was too, and Saint Scholastica. Uh, but Minnesota yeah. State is now it was Mankato State. Now it's Minnesota State. They were D three mm-hmm. there too, uh, but yeah, they beat them uh, four to three in overtime. Uh, so yeah, and then they go play number seven, North Dakota, up in Grand Forks and uh, lose to North Dakota 2 nothing. So this week they'll get back into kind of that more regular. You play two games in a row, Friday-Saturday games. They'll play Michigan Tech, number 17 ranked Michigan Tech this week. And then they'll play uh, Minnesota the following week. Minnesota currently number one in uh, men's. Uh, USCHO Division One men's poll. Uh, 33 of the first place votes. Next is Denver, then BC, then Knipiak. And then North Dakota moved up from 7 to 5 now. Uh, Wisconsin still hanging at 21. Uh, right behind St. Cloud and uh, Minnesota State. But they're right ahead of Omaha. And the joke I heard from my friends from Nebraska is Omaha is the University of Nebraska Omaha, or UNO. Uh, and Lincoln, University of Nebraska, is UNL. So it's the University of No Learning and the University of No Opportunities. Uh, and I heard that from people in Nebraska who went to one of those schools, so I think it's okay. Uh, Very nice. Yes. Uh, women's hockey. Yes. Women's hockey uh, played two games against the uh, Minnesota State Mavericks. Uh, played them at Laban over in Madison. They win 6 nothing and 9 nothing in WCHA play. Uh, remaining undefeated at this point, they are six and zero. They are two and zero in conference now. They will continue conference play this next week. Uh, they'll play Friday and Saturday at Laban again. They'll be playing Bemidji State Beavers, 
Uh, after that, they will play at the St. Thomas Tommies up in St. Paul. So that should be a lot of fun as well. The Cobbers? The Cobbers, absolutely. 100%. Okay. I don't know what else you could even call that team. Uh, men's football for WIAC. Uh, this week was an interesting one. We had, as we were talking about uh, last week, River Falls got all the way to number four. River Falls and Lacrosse tied at the top and undefeated. But this week, Whitewater wins 21 to 14 over River Falls in River Falls. So that shakes up a lot of things here. Lacrosse beats Platteville in Platteville 21 to 17. Stevens Point just loses again uh, 51 to 14 to Stout. Oshkosh absolutely smothers Eau Claire. So this week will be Lacrosse uh, at home facing Oshkosh. River Falls will go to Stevens Point where they will beat the pointers they will take out every bit of their aggression on that team uh platteville will go to eau claire and stout will go play at whitewater so uh watching lacrosse oshkosh game is going to be a big one here at this point right now lacrosse 3-0 on top of the conference uh river falls whitewater and oshkosh all two and one uh, in the conference thus far and that's uh that's kind of where we are for sports this week aaron did you have anything else you wanted to add no, just uh, in real time. Uh, yeah, speaking of losers, uh, Justin Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> not see not, that one right there. No, I, I did not. But yeah, this is just terrible, terrible interception right there at the end. So no, we're watching uh, Monday Night Football. It's ending. It, it's in real time. So yeah, but, and uh, no, um, I didn't have anything else. Just getting just enough so that I beat Aaron's <laughs> wife in fantasy. No, I know. Yeah, (laughs) just enough so you beat her, and then just enough too that by just under uh, three points. (laughs) And uh, dogs, dogs is going to uh, beat uh, or going to lose to Mike by like three points. There we go. All right. And uh, otherwise, I would be on top of the league at the end of this week. So. (laughs) All right. And and so, and so, at some time, at some point, like during the sports abyss, we might actually have to break down like our sixteen-team league that goes all the way down to. (laughs) safeties because oh, yeah. people so, lose that people lose their mind like when i show them like our league it's it's, it's so insanely difficult like i'm just like one. there's there there's and there's like well why 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 don't like what why didn't you get that guy in the second round i'm like because my second round is the same as a fourth round in a normal league but anyways yeah so it's fine john i love you thank you i'm glad <laughs> we're here too, buddy all right everybody Thank you as well for joining Aaron and I this week, talking Wisconsin sports again. Uh, it's wonderful to have you with us for around Wisconsin, around the U.S., and around the world uh, for all of our, our listeners elsewhere in you know, Belarus and everywhere else that we find people in India and Australia every now and then. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. But uh, Oh, I have a soldier that's going to uh, Kuwait uh, uh, on Wednesday, and oh. she's going to uh, she's going to tell everybody about our podcast over there. So All right. Uh, That'll be fun. Yeah. We can add Hopefully. Kuwait to, you know, to, uh, Djibouti and places that we've gotten podcasts from in uh, yeah. that corner <laughs> of the world. So, yes. Uh, remember... Oh, oh, we told you all right up front uh, how to find us. You can find us on Blue Sky and Mastodon and Twitter and you know LinkedIn probably. Uh, just go there, and uh, we definitely have everything up. You can follow us for all of our other thoughts and uh, our random musings. And uh, Aaron trash-talking random people about stuff that he's found interesting that week. Uh, but remember... No, it's great. Yeah. 
Whether you're on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at ScottyJohnny1 or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.